Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, Mujerones. Welcome back to the Mujeron podcast. I am super excited. And I know I say I'm excited every single episode, but it's just the women that we have on this podcast. My goodness, I am so honored to have today a very special guest, someone that is representing us really, really well in a very new show. I know you guys have heard of Alma's Way. She is the voice of Tia Gloria, and that is Sharon Montero. She goes by La Loca. And today she's going to talk to us about mindset and just all the work that she has done to get to where she is today. Sharon, thank you so much for being here today with us. I am so grateful to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Good day, darling. Hi. I love your energy. I feel like I need a little bit of that in my life, especially right now after two months of into motherhood. My God, this is tough, but I, I, I just want Today, I know you're going to pour into our cups and I'm yes. super excited to really get to know you and your journey. And I know you have a very special story. So first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself mm-hmm. and how excited are you to be Tia Gloria on Alma's Way? I first, I gotta say the excitement for Tia Gloria is ridiculous. Like who would have ever thunk that they would have been first, not even just being a voice of a cartoon. I mean, we all have that dream. We watch a cartoon and we're like, yo, what en ese televisión? No te preocupes, mami, yo what diciendo dinero. Pero the person that I'm working for is la mujer que I think most of all of us growing up in the 40s, yo soy 40, 42, pero growing up and watching her teach us our ABCs, our one, two, threes, lo bueno y lo malo, the making decisions, Maria, to work for her now, it como, it's a dream. It's a dream for me. And so I think that's that's bigger than anything that I've ever done because it's it's almost like, I don't like to say idol, but it, she's she's an idol. She's, been, she's an icon. Let's take that. A, a Latina icon who is just like me, speaks Spanglish because my Spanish is no very good looking. And if you're here, here Sonia Manzano speak, oh, we are twins. <laughs> we get yeah. afraid. We, we revert back to English. So um, I think that's the biggest thing um, of playing Tia Gloria. But uh, this little girl, right? Uh, I was born in Boston, raised in Perth Amboy, New Jersey, which is little Kiss. <laughs> in Jersey, that's Little Dominican Republic. Uh, I got two beautiful parents who are oh, amazing. I, I get my uh, my drive from my dad, and I think my I get my personality from both of them. But my drive and my athleticism, and I could do everything, and you don't have to worry about nothing. I got it taken care of um, from my father, um, the middle child of three, two boys, and just me. So you know, I'm tough. No te ponga conmigo. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, and I've been before Tia Gloria, uh, I've been a radio personality, you know, in and out for the last, ooh, 
now 18, 19 years. So I've been doing this for a while. It's a dream that I've been wanting to do since I was a child. Um, going out to New York and trying to be on TRL, making it on TRL and going to school in New York, leaving, going to Tampa to start it. And then, you know, saying, I'm going to come back to New York. No te preocupes, mami. Yo voy a pasar para Nueva York. I'm going to leave you here, but I'm going to go. And everything that I set out, I have uh, accomplished. So that's who you have in front of you. That place, Dia Gloria, your big sister on PBS Kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And I, like you said, this has been a journey, right? A year <sighs> and years in the making of really landing something this of this magnitude. And honestly, like to represent Latinas all around. And yeah. I want you today to kind of tell us a little bit about like the work, inner work, mindset work, that work that you really had to do in order to not give up. Because I feel like a lot of times on the podcast, we talk about, you know, going out for your goals and really setting out for those dreams. And a lot of times it's so many closed doors. Ooh. How do you, you know, stand tall and, and keep going after all of these no's and finally get to a place where you feel like all your hard work has truly been for for all of that the things that you have today yeah well mira for me this this journey you know just like many of anybody that does any type of career you know if it's from a doctor a nurse even though <laughs> my mom's a nurse so there's always work for you but for the entertainment business, I'll speak for myself. Eh, 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 the doors close in la cara tuya right when you sign the contract. Like I said, it's almost 20 years. And I could tell you I have lost my job, fired, uh, restructuring or budget cuts, whatever, eight, nine times. And in the first one, yo creía que eso que that was it. No more for me because they wasn't going to hire me. It was just an ugly ass departure. But when I tell you, I think growing up, I, I was always in Catholic school, but I never really had a relationship con Dios. I mean, I went to church, fui a los retiros como todo el mundo. I went to retreats, but I wasn't really like that, that girl that had a relationship with God. I knew he was there and there was little peaks where I was like, oh, este hombre me está hablando. If it's a woman or a man, una, una piedra or a bush, whatever it is for you. Pero para mí, you know, growing up, I was told it was a man. I consider him el hombre arriba. So I would have little conversations. But when I really got into this business, which if you ever, if you really hear the religion, a lot of times radio is, you know, if it's not Christian music, we're more of the, the bad side <laughs> of the entertainment business. You know, it's bad. So I always was like, okay, I'm getting into a business where God's not going to like it. So I was like, oh, I'm doomed. I'm doomed. But when I got into it, I felt like my relationship with him got better. And he guided me throughout the whole thing. And in my mindset, after the first time I lost my job, it was like, pon la mano para arriba y lo que Dios diga, Dios diga. You mm. know, and that's what always had me going siempre. Because I, no matter when I lose my job, when I had lost my job, había otro trabajo, not in radio. It was always like another job to get me going till the next job, you know, till I got back on the radio. So when I lost my first time, trabajé con MLB, you know, like I always kept a, a nice little side gig going until I got back on the radio because it was a burning feeling in a corazón mío, you know, like the mindset, it's hard to explain because it's, it's, a, it's more of a feeling like it's in your heart. It's a burning feeling like where you can't give up. 
Like you were, it was every time you tried to give up, it was almost like God was like, no, aquí va otra puerta que te va a abrir. Here goes another job. Mm. All right. You lose it. No te preocupes, mija. I got you with something else. Boom. He gets me a job. I hated it. Cleaning dog shit. Sorry. I'm sorry. Cleaning dog poop <laughs> and pulling ticks out of dogs. And I was doing that for a good four months. And mind you, I was, I was, when I was doing radio, I was interviewing everybody, Kanye West, uh, Beyonce, uh, you know, those big names. I was doing it straight out the gate. Y cuando lo perdí, sentándome con perro y sacándole la, la garrapatas, how we say, it, it, I think that was one of the lowest moments because I was like, oh my God, is this, is this where my life is coming to? Like, I, I remember sitting mm. three days before Christmas in this little cage with a Rottweiler. I had just finished cleaning his floor. Yo me senté. Nobody was there. And I just cried, cried, cried. I had picked up his poop, still had it in my hand. And I was crying and crying like, I can't be. I, I've always wanted to do entertainment. And this is where I'm leaving, you know, where my life is going to, which is not a bad job. It's very humbling and, and rewarding because the dogs can't talk. But that moment is where I, you know, like I was like, okay, God, if... I want, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Make it happen. Make it happen. And he did. And that was, and, and again, that was another part of my mindset. Like, yo, you can't give up. You mm -hmm. went through all this, all these firings, all this, um, all this, um, not having no money. Cause you know, in entertainment, there's no money. Mm -hmm. So you're not doing it for money. You're doing it because you love it. So, um, you know, from, from that moment to now, every time I lost my job, like I said, I would pray, I would get outside, I would talk to people, I would walk in the outdoors, I would, I would keep applying, but I kept applying for radio and other jobs. And so um, the funny thing is, as I got into Tia Gloria, the day I lost my job, which was February 16th, 2019, um, as I do every time to keep myself going, here in New York, we have um, this thing called Central Casting, Casting Networks, which is everywhere. So if you ever want to do background for movies and TVs, um, you go on uh, Casting Networks or Central Cast, no, Casting Networks, and they show you all these openings. So ese día when I lost my job, I said, well, aquí vamos de otra vez. I'm going to apply. Let's see, you know, do some background, make some money. And then cuando tú me abres la otra puerta, méteme para allá. So that night I went to that website and I saw that they were casting for um, someone to play an aunt on a cartoon. That same day I lost my job, I apply. And then the next day I was called, asked to um, resubmit another audio. And then the next day, another audio. And then the day after that, they were like, hey, what equipment do you have? This microphone? I didn't have it. Mm -hmm. I didn't have it. Pero... When I tell you, I, something told me adentro del corazón was like, dile que tú lo tienes. Just say you got it. Google everything you need. If they, you know, if they ask you, do you have stuff? You just say, yeah, I have all this. And I gave them a list of everything. And then um, all of a sudden they asked me for everything. I told them, didn't speak to nobody. I cried because we're in a pandemic. I ain't got no work, no money. Uh, then all of a sudden the stimulus checks came through. <laughs> 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 and I, I bought everything and I was waiting and waiting and waiting. And for my birthday, I got called that I got the job. 
and then I landed it. So, you know, like my mindset was never just to give up and, you know, let God take care of it because he never lets me down. So I want to ask you two things from this, that what we just talked about. First, <laughs> when you were cleaning the dog poop, like what was the <laughs> biggest lesson you got out of that? Because I feel like a lot of times we talk about these moments, right? Where we're like deep mm -hmm. down in the, probably the worst place in our lives. But what do you think is like the biggest lesson you got out of that experience? I, oh, from cleaning dog poop, make sure you double bag yourself when you're cleaning <laughs> it. Uh, though, and I didn't have a dog. So I, like at that time I was like, I don't know what the hell, but I mean, it was just, you, you can't get any lower than this, mm. you know, like for, at that, for me, you know, everybody got their low moment, but for me, I was like, yo, I, I'm cleaning poop. Yeah. Like, what else can you be doing? You know? So, um, for me, I think it was just, I can't get any lower. So keep throwing things at the wall. You're going, you're going up. The rest is just parriba, parriba, parriba. just stay focused. Dejaselo again en la mano de Dios. Again, that's my belief. And just keep going. And, I, and I'm fine. And I learned, you know, when you're going to pull a tick out of a dog's body, tú tienes que twist it. And then quemalo si puede. Pero twist it out and make sure you get all of it because, no, it, you know, the dog gets sick. I love it. I love it. We have, we have you know, mindset learning and also <laughs> and the double bag. <laughs> yeah, that double bag. <laughs> and you know, like... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, when you say like the mindset part, it's just like, it's just, it's, it's again, it's like almost it, you, you, your mind automatically, it's a, again, as a burning feeling in your heart. So your mind automatically just says, don't give up. That's it. Like that. And I think that's for anybody. When your back is up against the wall, it's just like, Tú no, you can't give up. You have stuff to take care of. You got to feed yourself or your family. Tú tienes hambre, tienes bile. Or whatever it is. So you can't give up. Like it's a, it's, it's not even a mindset. It's more of a feeling like you can't, your, your heart burns for it. It yearns for it. Yeah. I love like that. Your children, you know, like you have a, it's a girl, a, you know, a boy, yeah, it's a, little a little boy. boy, you know, like anything for that little boy, you won't, it's not your, your mind is mommy. That's fine. But your corazón is like, yo, I can't, I, I gotta make things happen. This little boy. Tiene que tener la comida. Tiene que tener un roof over his head. You know what I'm saying? So it's, that's the same. Like my jobs, my career um, is, is my baby. Because uh, I don't have any children. I hate when people said that, but now I understand. Like I don't have anything else. So I want to continue on. I love to talk. I love to entertain. I love to bring joy to everybody's life. So I can't stop doing that. And a dog, they take you even if you're not nice. <laughs> so that was... <laughs> That was nothing for me. No, and, and you're great at it. And I feel like one of the things that really stood out from your story is like how you continue to apply, right? And continue to put yourself out there. And I think a lot of times we pass up opportunities just because we don't send that application, mm -hmm. just because we don't believe that, you know, I could be you know, like you, Tia Gloria on this, on this show. Like if you would have thought, no, you know, maybe not. And you wouldn't have applied. You would have never gotten this opportunity. How have you been able to just go out there and, and, and fill it out and not let some opportunities pass? And if you have passed some, yeah, um, how, how have you been able to now, you know, switch that up? Yeah, well, sometimes you have you can't force things. 
Um, you know, cause I, like, I, like I was just, you know, you mentioned there was many times I've let jobs go by. I never applied for it because I would find an excuse. Un complejo of, ah, they're not gonna pay me enough or yo no quiero mudarme para allá. But a lot of times it was just, I was afraid, you know, cause I, I just didn't want to put my, myself out there and get a no. Right. So, but that wasn't, I feel for me at the time, or right now I say, it wasn't that I was not confident in myself. It was just, for me, I feel like it, it wasn't meant for me to be there. It wasn't destined for me to be there because as soon as I didn't take that opportunity, something else opened. And so a lot of times that that's, that's the mindset for me. Oh, I missed it. Or I, I thought I wasn't confident, but I was, I just, something else was meant for me, you know, like, and I laugh and I sit there and I, I talk to God. I'm like, Diablo, I, I know you wouldn't say that to God, but that's my relationship with him. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yo, there was a, there was a job recently that I had to go for because, you know, Tia Gloria is a great paying job, but it's not a steady job. I'm not Alma. I'm just one of those that pop in and pop out. So I'm still looking for work. So I had, I I wanted to apply for another job with another company, not cartoon, completely out of my field until I could get back into radio. So I, something was like, oh, you'll never get it. They hello, they hello, they hello, they hello, they hello. And I was like, no, I want to do it. Like I'm having conversations with myself a lot of times. Um, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't do it. I said, oh, está bien. Yo no lo hacer. and then all of a sudden the same position opened up with another company. And then I, I said, put your name in there. You're going to get this one. And I'm like, but I, you know, again, having a conversation with myself, but I just was going to apply with this other company, but all of a sudden I ended up getting the job that, um, with the other company and it was easier. And mind you, I mean, the job is up in everywhere with this, with this type of position, it's open everywhere. But this one job was super easy. I applied a week later, me llamaron. We like to interview you. I went in, um, I do my drug test, maybe three, four weeks in between them all. Drug test, y todo eso, and then I start next week. So I'm kind of happy. And it's not in radio, but I know that my radio job is coming. I know it's about to happen. I just, no sé a donde, I don't know, whatever. But I know that this job is going to help me for the next one. I love that. We're putting it out there into the universe. Oh, yes. Yes. I think you make such a great point because a lot of times we have to do work that might not be the ultimate goal, right? Mm-hmm. But that's going to help us get to the next step. Uh, and, and I feel like that that's a big reason why I wanted to ask you about like putting your, your name out there and then just applying for things. And I love the way that you're talking about it, because I think a lot of times, even after we pass up these opportunities, we're kind of hard on ourselves, but maybe even giving that perspective of like, Hey, you know what? That wasn't meant for you. Sure enough. And moving enough. on and like putting your name on something else. Oh yeah. Cause you know what? You can't be, you can't be hard on yourself. You have everybody else around you pointing mm-hmm. out que tú perdiste ese trabajo que estaba bueno porque tú te pusiste a hablar o tú estaba vaga or, or you know you got everybody telling you all your negatives you don't need to be more negative on yourself just let that thing go lo que para ti nadie te lo puede quitar I, I hated that saying when I was younger pero right now I'm one that truly believes it what's yours can nobody take like hold on let me before this dia gloria again they haven't show you how awesome God is to me. When I, again, was working 
my first full-time job on the radio afternoons very 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 prestigious position afternoons after mornings everybody is all yendo on their way home so i'm like okay i'm with the number one dj i'm going to be matatándolo i did it for a couple of months end up losing my job disagreement lo que pasó pasó so in between losing that job and i got back on the radio i i had always wanted to travel with my brother and me and my brother are going to travel the world and we're going to do television together. So I saw that they were casting for a reality show. So I told my brother, I had told a friend of mine that worked with me at that radio station, hey, let's go audition for this TV show. We'll go to Miami, we'll audition and we'll get it. And he was like, I bet. All of a sudden, two days prior. And I mind you, at the same time I told him, I had told my brother and um. The guy two days prior said, I can't go. So I said, oh, damn it. What am I going to do? Told my brother, yo, Wilson, you said you're really going to go? He's like, yo, I'm going. I have been always asking my brother to go to auditions. He finally said, yes, we drove to Miami. I have no job, no money. My brother had a, my younger brother had money. He was there with his girl. Not a lot of money, but he had like a little bread to, to buy food. Yeah. So we go with the first ones in line. We go in, we, we take pictures with this um, other Latin um, it, right before this whole YouTube thing popped off. They had a YouTube channel. So these uh, it was pink, something pink, something. They have pink wigs. They, you know, we were taking pictures of them. We were talking to them. They were like, wow, you guys are here first. On this song, we told them the spiel. Then we get inside. We audition. We were walking out. Mind you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a talker. My brother's he's a talker, too. He's in the entertainment business now. And he was talking and I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. And I just was so passionate because I was like, I want to get this. But boy, you messing up this audition. <laughs> I'm doing it in front of these people. And they go to us. We walk away. I was like, OK, you know, I'm standing nervous. And they were like, all right, thanks for coming out. Bye. I was like, all right, I guess we didn't get it. And we go and we take a turn. And it was at the Hard Rock. The, a guy comes and runs behind us that he was like, oh, my God, we really loved you guys. Would you guys come back for an audition on such and such date? My brother was like, yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> we went back home, which was like four or five hours away. And then we came back, did an audition. Then, you know, went back home. Then we got called for like four or five Zooms uh, or it wasn't Zoom. It was a uh, Skype at the time. <laughs> And then we ended up getting casted for, we flew to LA, came home, and then we got casted for a reality show on NBC, which was called Escape Routes. Wow. So again, it was like, I threw something out there. I took a chance and then I got it. But again, it was in between and I didn't lose focus on what it was. It's radio first, but let's try to see a little something else. Mm. <laughs> and I did it. And, you know, it's just, I just throw myself out there. I'm just not afraid. Just have fun. You got nothing else to lose. Everything to gain. Yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway. Like, you literally have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we overthink it, right? And we, like, have all these scenarios of what can go wrong. But in reality, you could literally stay in the same place you're at. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the taking that no can actually bring you a better opportunity. Hell yeah. And sometimes you don't even get the no. But that's the best thing. You don't you don't get rejected. So you're still up there, but you keep just applying. You just 
you just gotta keep going. Just throw it and and do and th- and and try things that you wouldn't even think you were pop. You were able to get the job. You know, like I never thought I would do a reality show. I never thought I would work for MLB. I never thought I would I would um work right now where I'm gonna work or you know do all the radio jobs or Tia Gloria. You just gotta. Just say God. Si esto para mí, dámelo. Si no, sigue para adelante. And I see, that's my, that's my always been my saying. Dios, si es para mí, dámelo. Si no, sigue para adelante. I love that. I love that. Uh, coming from a Latino family, you mm-hmm. talked a little bit about like the things that you were taught by your parents and like the characteristics that you got from there. What would you say is like the biggest thing that you carry with you as far as like maybe a lesson or something that you saw your parents always do that now you carry with you and you always just want to do the same? Um, uh, the, the thing, first, my father is saying, ojo pelao, ojo pelao, siempre tiene el ojo pelao, because <laughs> you always got to see what's around you. Um, and then, uh, cuenta e corriente. Cuando le cuenta e corriente, then you just go there, which is like, just find somebody's rhythm, find somebody's way. And then mm-hmm. you'll be able to, you know, work with them and you'll be able to work with anybody. So that's one thing with work. But on my, with my parents, it was more like just seeing my father by any means bringing money home legally. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows how sometimes to bring home illegal money. But legally, uh, my father, you know, he, he was an embarrassed to work. He would, again, wash cars. If, if if it was if I was his female version that picking tick and what and cleaning dog stuff, it was something that he would do easily and proudly because he was bringing home money for his family. Hmm. So that's one thing. And my father even brought it to my attention one time. He was just like, "Yo, one thing I admire about you is that you never stop." And it reminds you know he says it reminded me of me, <laughs> and, and it does because that's I just always think about him like. He doesn't give up. He brings home money. He always, you know, he finds a way to make sure everybody's well taken care of. And, and, and it always worked out well for him. So that's, that's something I get from him. Yeah, that's so, that's so beautiful. And I feel like a lot of times now, don't you think back to like los dichos and the things that they would say, and you're like, they were, they were all I'm telling you, I hate, I hated it when I was young. Ojo pelado. Cause he'd be like dropping us <laughs> off at school. And now I'm like, I tell my boyfriend, <laughs> and I even do the, I, you know, my father does this <laughs> I, and I still do it. Anytime I say, I'm like, uh, you know, and, uh, and what was some other things my dad would say? I'm drawing a blank, but oh, if I could probably ask my boyfriend, he'd be like, yo, he says this and this and this because you say it to me all the time. So, I mean, as much as we try to not be like our parents, we are them. Yeah, 90, <laughs> totally. 90% of the way. <laughs> Sharon, before we go, I have to ask La Loca, what, what, how did you choose that name? I didn't choose it. I didn't choose La Loca. That was a, I just threw it out there on a, uh, when I was going to join a radio station they were like, they were first calling me just regular Sharon. And then I had a chip tooth at the time at another station that I was working at. They called me Mike Tyson. I clearly <laughs> didn't like that, but I was going to go work. I was going to go work at a station that I was going to really be on. And so the guy was like, what are we going to call you? I said, Jersey Red, because I'm from Jersey. And because of my skin tone in Florida, they call you a red bone. So I was like, Jersey Red. He said, no. I said, okay. <laughs> 
Redbone, no. I said, okay. I was like, my friends call me loca, you know, and they don't really, they don't really call me loca, but Latinas, we all call each other loca. Loca, ven pa' acá. Loca, tu si eres una bonchichera. You know, but we, that's like endearment. So I said, la loca. And he said, we got la loca here. And that was it. That was the birth of it. It was nothing really spectacular. <laughs> I like it though. It's like, oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, because we all, we're all crazy. It, crazy <laughs> for wanting to go after our dreams. Crazy to have kids. Crazy to get married. Crazy for this. Crazy. Crazy is normal. So that's why I was like, okay, la loca is fine. That's me. I'm normal now. Yes, I love it so much. Tell us more about where we can find you and and what's next for you and how we can support you. Yes, you can find me on Instagram. It's La Loca, I-T-S-L-A-L-O-C-A. You can find me on YouTube. It's La Loca TV. Uh, You can find me vlogging back to vlogging. I, uh, I gave it up for a little bit because it was just, you know, when you're younger, in your 20s and 30s, you could put your life out there. I, the repercussion is nothing. But as you get older, you know, sometimes you want to cherish the things that you have around you. Like my, my boyfriend, I never show his face. That's just something that I've, I've just learned that I just want to keep him to me. It's not that I, I don't think he's ugly because the man is fine. Um, it's not that I, I'm with somebody else. It's just that's I'm learning to cherish the people and the things. So but now I want to get back into the YouTube and and really show everybody again the journey because I'm like an open book. I never hide anything. I like to people to see that I'll have money one day and have no money the other day, or I'm working here and I'm not working there. You know, I just want you to, to, to at least see that there's someone just like you, um, Latina, um, con lo cabello malo sometimes, y lo cabello bueno, con se- eyebrows and no eyebrows, you know what I'm saying? We all the same. And I want you just to be able to lift through through me so that's why i have my youtube so i'm gonna bring it back uh so follow me on youtube and then you know tia gloria until i'm back on the radio you know hopefully in nueva york yeah. <laughs> um, and then you'll be able to soon see uh my new job which is gonna be hella fun i can't wait i can't wait to see it thank you so much sharon for joining us for pouring into our cup for inspiring us to keep going after our dreams mm-hmm. we're sending you all the positive vibes and i know that you're gonna do great and you're gonna continue representing all the latinas thank in you. such an amazing way that you're already doing gracias for being here today oh no thank you for having me and congratulations on the baby your body is snatched to the god the way it's supposed to be enjoy it enjoy the whole journey because it's just beautiful not all of us can have kids and you got something that a lot of us want at least for myself so um you know you you are absolutely gorgeous uh, with everything that you're going through. So enjoy, enjoy. And then I want to hear the story about you being in the entertainment business one of these days. Yes, I will definitely touch with you, touch base with you so we can talk about that. And I was also on a journey to having my baby. So oh, yeah. I definitely feel that. So uh, I'm grateful. And like you said, I'm enjoying the journey because you're right. Estamos locas para tener Yes. Now I'm like, <laughs> But yes, thank you again, Sharon, for being here. Mujerones, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We will see you guys next week. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. 
Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the mujeron of your dreams.